Welcome to the In the Soil Arts Festival podcast. I'm your host, John Lepp. You know how, like, sometimes you make them good choices, sometimes you make those bad choices? Well, my friends, you made the goods today by listening in here with us. I'm stoked to say that we have the multi-talented and incredible Matt Jekyll of Matt Jekyll and the one zillion miles per hour pit crew. Thanks for being here, Matt. Hey, John. Thank you for having me. Matt's put together an interactive art experience for Rhizomes this year. I'm looking forward to the super auditory, interactive, and immersive gaming experience you put together, Matt. Before we get into that, I want to create a super auditory experience right now with you. Uh-oh. You down for that? We'll see. <laughs> All right, we got some rapid-fire questions. Rapid-fire questions. Oh, no, okay. Just go with your gut. Go with your gut. Nintendo 64 or Super Nintendo? Oh, I mean, that's easy. I mean, like, uh, it's Nintendo 64 because that's, that's, that's my childhood. Uh, Super Nintendo's a little bit before my time, and then to tie it into the art exhibit thing, I mean, it's going to be pretty much all N64 there. Nice. Yeah. Tidal Wave or Black Hole? What? <laughs> <laughs> Tidal Wave or Black Hole? I don't follow. 7.45 or quarter to 8. Oh, we're just skipping past that? Okay, yeah. <laughs> no comment. If I, I, now I realize I don't actually have to answer this stuff. <laughs> all right, Death by Banana Peel or Blue Shell? <clears throat> oh, okay. It's more satisfying if you get someone with the banana. Mm. The blue shells is fun and all, but... There's more finesse with the banana. If you can pull it off. If you can pull it off. You have to be really good. When promising to jump into the water at the same time, do you jump or trick your friend into jumping without you? I like setting up the bananas so that... There's no prior agreement. I just put them in the water. <laughs> you're telling me. Yeah. I like your style. Yeah, you're you're conniving. I can already tell. No, no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, that couldn't possibly be true. You don't give away your rock, paper, scissors. Uh... No, this exhibit will be very pleasant. All right, well, tell us a, tell us a little bit about one zillion miles per hour. People come into the exhibit, they're going to be put into teams and they're going to play... Mario Kart, they're going to try to rack up teams, or sorry, rack up points for their team. They're going to be competing against other players on other teams. And while you're trying to do that, Matt Jekyll and the one zillion mile per hour pit crew are basically torturing you. So it's like you get to have fun and play Mario Kart. We get to have fun torturing you. And at the end, you'll walk out relieved and happy and you'll feel closer to the people who underwent that experience with you and you've also created all the the music for this as well right yeah that's right and uh i'll be live djing it in the exhibit as part of the uh auditory aspect all right, folks, well, we're going to hear a little sample of Matt Jekyll's solo electronic music that will be happening um, at one zillion miles per hour.
Um, so yeah, we're back with Matt Jekyll. Um, one zillion miles per hour is going to be um, an experience that you can check out uh, through Rhizomes at Maryland I Walker School of Fine Art, Fine and Performing Arts on Friday between 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. or Saturday from 9 p.m. to 12 at night or Sunday from 1 to 4 p.m. So I recommend you look into the website and uh, check out Matt's awesome, torturous Nintendo Nitro <laughs> super auditory experience. May I just say, John, yeah. that for the listeners that we do have out there who are listening to this and thinking, all right, now I know what the scoop is on this guy and his art exhibit. There's no way I'm going to this thing. I mean, just stop and consider that now that you're in on the joke, so to speak, now you can have fun. You know what to expect. You bring your friends. They don't know what to expect. And there you go. There's, there's your, uh, your reason to, to, to still go to this thing. Yeah, right on. Well, I'm going to go and I'm going to bring my friends and I'm going to have the scoop. That's the spirit of it. <laughs> Alrighty. Thanks, Matt. Thank you, John. Our next guest on the In the Soil podcast is an artist based in St. Catharines whose work is currently on display at Mate Cafe. He has an interactive art experience planned for the festival. Welcome to the podcast, John Shaw. Hello, thank you. I'm happy to be here. John Shaw was born and raised in St. Catharines, and he spent the past seven years documenting the crumbly, decaying urban landscape of Vancouver's downtown east side, and he's recently returned to Niagara. John's current project is a series of large-scale paintings documenting the demolition of the St. Catharines General Hospital, which is to be exhibited at the Niagara Artist Center in September. So, to begin, I'm wondering what draws you towards these decrepit and overly cluttered urban environments. Uh, so, growing up here, my father worked at Atlas Steel in Welland, and so I used to go out there when I was a kid, and that was my first kind of you know, introduction into these industrial spaces that I found very interesting because they were very busy and very cluttered and very hectic. And just the way that, you know, metal and other industrial materials just kind of layer and like cluster together, I always found that really interesting. And then when I moved out west and was setting up my studio practice in the downtown east side of Vancouver, you're surrounded by these crazy crumbly alleyway spaces that are just like, over-the-top eclectic and cluttered and they're almost surreal I mean cables are just kind of flowing between buildings and these cross beams if you live there and then you watch a lot of movies you really start to see those spaces used all the time because it's just so visually like textured and beautiful and just out of control and so being surrounded by that mixed in with that industrial background I just really like focused on taking those compositions and then making them really colorful and really blowing at color schemes to a, a level of, you know, oversaturation and almost surreal uh, color palettes. And now that I've moved back to Niagara, the f one of the first things I discovered was this, you know, decaying hospital pro project that was just starting to uh, be demolished right when I got here. So it seemed too, too easy to ignore. There's something ominous about seeing the inside of an old hospital. So many stories of survival and death and birth and nervousness and close calls and tears of joy and sadness and just the true physicality of medical tools and spaces of surgery 
there's just so much history there. And I'm, I'm wondering what you're drawn to specifically with the demolished hospital. Uh, you covered a lot of it right there. But I mean, it's interesting to think of the history of, you know, local communities. So I'm there taking photos two, three, four times a week. Every single time somebody walks by and we start a little conversation and it's, you know, oh, look at this, this is crazy. Or some lady yesterday said, oh, I worked there for 30 years. I'm finding neat little relics of things left over, like in the rubble piles around the site. So the other day, for example, I found two teddy bears tethered on a piece of string in this pile of rubble, which I pulled out and I saved and just kind of like a keepsake of this whole experience. But it makes you wonder, are these teddy bears, were they there for someone's, you know, well wishes? Did that person get better? Did they ever leave the hospital? And interestingly enough, how somebody brought these little teddy bears as a memento to someone and then they stayed there, the place shut down left abandoned for six years and these bears were sitting somewhere in like a cupboard next to a bed I don't know and then one day by happen chance I pulled it out under a keeping pile of rebar so I mean that's kind of a thought-provoking narrative yeah you can <laughs> there's so many stories that you could imagine that came with that bear right I just want to switch gears here a little bit uh, so this this episode features artists and performers that will be incorporating an interactive element to the performance or installation this year. Can you tell us uh, about what you have planned for In the Soil? Yeah, so basically I'm following the same process that I do with my regular pieces, but the approach at In the Soil is going to be a little more community involved uh, with interaction from the audience. So what I'm doing is bringing a panel painting. At that stage, it's only going to be just the drawing. So just like in my studio, all my pieces, they're a full ink drawing to begin. So it's black ink on wood. And once that's in place, I paint the layers of acrylic on top of it. What's happening at In the Soil is I'm bringing that panel at that drawing stage with the drawing completed. And then it's going to be on a table, we're going to be under a tent. And I'm going to have paint and brushes and markers and all these materials. I'm going to have it mapped out and I'm going to invite the audience to come add to the painting. But the thing is, because it's not everyone is an artist and some people might be afraid of like, oh, I might ruin your painting or whatever. That's not the case because the lines almost section it off like a paint by numbers. So I'm right. going to have everything really gridded off and possibly even labeled with, you know, one, two, three, which would correspond to uh, tubes of paint colors. So it's really going to be a, uh, an easy approach for anyone. You can come on up, grab a brush. I'll help you fill in a little section and then that's it. You could do a big section, you could do a little section, but the idea is after a few days of this, this image will have slowly formed together into a finished work, which was started by me, but completed by hopefully hundreds of uh, participants. That's that's so cool. Is Unless it's a secret, is it one of the hospital pieces? That is, so I haven't finalized the image, but that is the idea, yes. <laughs> That's amazing. The whole community is going to be, yeah, wow. I'm so excited to, to see the pro the process, and maybe I'll contribute a little bit as well. Um, so yeah, check out John, John Shaw at In the Soil Festival and add some color to his paintings and be part of this really unique and interesting process of documenting the demolition of the St. Catherine's Hospital. Uh, thank you for being here, John. Oh, my pleasure. Mm -hmm.
Welcome back, friends of In the Soil. I'm excited to introduce you to our next guest. DLT, or De Palavoro Tetrale, is an international award-winning company founded in 2006 in Florence, Italy, by artistic director Danielle Bartolini. Based in Toronto, Canada since 2013, DLT is dedicated to innovative and experimental multidisciplinary artistic practices, specifically a form they call audience-specific theatre. We have artistic director Danielle Bartolini with here today to talk about DLT's show, Inferno Experiment 1, which will be part of In the Soil this year. Thanks for being with us, Danielle. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, absolutely. Can you, can you start by just talking about what people can expect to experience at Erno, Inferno Experiment 1? Of course, yes. Um, so this is uh, a first experiment that we're doing for, um, for our next, you know, bigger piece, probably the biggest that we've done so far, which is a reflection on, uh, you know, some major sources of storytelling, of ancient storytelling, such as, you know, the Odyssey and the Inferno as well. And uh, the audiences, what can they expect? Well, for sure, like in any uh, of our shows, they can expect to really be the author, the you know, the protagonist of their own experience. Because really, you know, the, the the shows for us, they really become a platform for uh, self-expression. And um, um, we uh, we just give to the audience, you know, the possibility to voice themselves in a show. So it's really like a, you know uh, shifting completely uh, the meaning and the role of the audience in a in a classical you know theatrical setting. We're interested in hearing your voice, and we're interested in having you exploring your own odyssey, right, and your own inferno throughout the piece. So something that you can expect, since this is you know something that it's really a reflection on the roots of theater, is actually beginning in a usual theatrical setting. So by sitting down and watching something displayed on stage, and then this thing is going to you know. Is going to be dissembled throughout the, the structure of the show, and then you can expect to be the one who's on stage and also the one who explores the city, the surroundings. When I say, you know, someone uh, to, to be on stage is not, you know, you're not going to be, you know, put into awkward situations of, uh, we don't do that, you know, to just to make fun of the audience members. It's actually, you know, collectively, all the audience probably is going to get on stage as an act of reflection of what is, uh, what can be, a new alternative value for theater today. That's really exciting. Um, here at In the Soil, we love interactive pieces. Um, so, so what is audience-specific theater? Audience-specific is just you know a term that we kind of like uh, came up with to diversify uh, our take on you know on immersive and site-specific theater because our work is certainly certainly immersive as well as site-specific. But we took the word, you know, audience-specific because we, we tend to establish a deeper connection with the audience members. So, as we say, you know, site-specific show creates shows designed for specific locations. Audience-specific designs shows for each participant, each audience member who's going to take place in, take part in, in, a, in this, uh, you know, live experience. And, and I want to get into that a little bit more here because, as I understand, you'll be involving local community leaders who work in mental health and addictions fields to help facilitate the experience? So th this is something that actually we're currently uh, reflecting if we're going to move forward or not, because, uh, you know, the piece is always, you know, in constant uh, um, evolution. So at, this, at the certain beginning, we were thinking of, uh, and, and we're still, you know, in the creation phase. So at a certain point, we were thinking of uh, actually moving forward with this idea and kind of like, you know, um, 
creating you know the, the a bridge you know for the audiences to get in touch with specific issues but now we're really exploring the possibility for the audience to actually self curate their experience so it's kind of like instead of telling you what you know specific thing we're going to be talking about we ask you what is the thing that you want to talk about and what is the thing that you think it's timely what is it that you think that it's a timely issue that you want to explore so it's the question rather than you know proposing one of the, the, the answers because it's always for us you know any show is an informative um, you know moment for us to really get into know and understanding what are the needs and the will and the interest of an audience member as far as I also understand you're going to be moving sort of around around the city to different locations that people in St Catharines might already know of exactly but the, the the idea is that maybe you already know you know these, these locations but we invite you to see these locations with new eyes and to really connect with the, with the surroundings. So for, for sure we're going to be moving around the city, uh, but I would like this experiment to be really the opposite uh, this time, so that the actor becomes a witness, the actor, the artist becomes, the, you know, a listener and an observer, and the audience is the one who's taking the action. Well, uh, I'm really looking forward to the performance. Um, that was artistic director Danielle Bartolini of DLT. DLT's Inferno Experiment 1 will be making its world premiere at In the Soil on Saturday, June 8th at Robertson Theatre. If you can't make it Saturday, then you can check it out on Sunday, June 9th at the festival as well. There are multiple showings both days. So thank you for being here with us, Danielle. Thank you so much. Come on, come out to, you know, to experiment with us. We really need the audience. Our shows, you know, they're not even rehearsable without the audience. So, um, yeah, we're waiting for you. Thank you. <laughs>